0: There's a lesson in this. So since last, and you've been experiencing it for the last couple of days, is I got a Tesla X. And far and away, it's the most unique car that I've ever had. I've had a long string of BMWs. And
1: this is... If you ever got a Fiat Jolly, that would be more... Right, exactly. Yes. (laughs) But this car, there's something
0: profound, James, about waking up every morning with 330 miles of potential to go, right? With a full battery, with a full charge, right? (laughs) It keeps topping itself up. I'm never going to drive, I have a charger at my house. I'm never going to drive 300 miles in a day. But to know that I have that potential, I keep thinking about the days, like there's no way around it. But as I reflect on time and life and look back, the reality, as I've said, is that you can only spend today's time, right?
1: This is Super Fast Business with James Shranko. James Schramko. Helping you build your business super fast. 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 James Shranko here. Welcome back to superfastbusiness.com. This is episode 701, and I'm sitting here in a hotel reception. The Hilton, actually, in St. Pete's, Florida. That's not Russia. That's in the <laughs> USA with Dean Jackson. Wow! Imagine that. Yeah. And here we are
0: doing our periodic podcasts. Well, we this is uh five or six. Yes. Yes, it's one of those. It's over five <laughs> or six out of, of twenty-five the, of twenty-five of the periodic podcasts. And you know, for those people who were following along, they would know that. This podcast normally is scheduled to take place in August. Yes. And it's already October. So they might have been thinking, have they already given up after five years into their 25-year commitment? But no. No chance. No chance. We had a
1: schedule change. We have. So you're actually coming to Australia in November this year. I am. A little bit warmer than you. Well, that's the thing. I've been five times.
0: And I got spoiled because the first time I came... It was beautiful, you know, high 60s and just sunny and nice. And the second time I came, it was a little bit cooler. And I thought, oh, just a little cooler this year. And then the next year I came, it was kind of back up again a little bit, but still on the cool side. And then the last two years that I've come, it's just been... Freezing. Freezing. And last time I was there, ah. you saw, we were we did the podcast in the freezing cold house. In
1: the cold house where yes. it was... Almost within the, the limits of bare feet. Yeah. And I remember you said, oh, why don't they just put a heater? And I said, they probably can't afford it. And you said, why? I said, because this house would have been cost a fortune. And you said, well, how much would this house cost? And right. Exactly. You were off by a, at least a digit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your estimate. So here we are. It's actually much warmer in it's beautiful Florida. And I've had the great pleasure of visiting your home. Which Ooh. was uh, a nice gesture. You invited me out there to the ranch, and got to see what life's like for Dean. A Lovely place there. Very quiet. Yes. Idyllic, rural esque. So
0: yeah, I mean, you didn't really get the whole. You came in the back way, and I kind of live on the edge of town. But yes, yeah, very quiet, especially where I am, like in my, just in my. Development there, it's very uh,
1: idyllic and quiet. It's yes. idyllic. I could s- see if you could get a lot of things done in that environment. Mm-hmm. Like it's a super productive zone mm-hmm. and set up for comfort. And I also had John Carlton.
0: Yes, what well. a great visit. it's had some fun. So John came in a day ahead, and we spent the whole day together. And then you arrived the next morning. So.
1: It's like when you're travelling with royalty, you know, you send them in early that's to it. reconnaissance to check you're out. You're advanced the place man, yeah. And, and got the all clear, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know, guys, I'm supposed to be staying at the Hilton. You said the Hilton will survive without you, John said. Yes, yes <laughs> that's exactly right. But we're here now, and we've been at this event, Kevin Rogers' event, copy chief live three, and it's going well. Yes, I've been at all three. Right. This is my first one. So last year was prohibited because of um, Saint Petersburg is a buzz. A They're a buzz about.
0: They're a buzz with copywriting marketers. Yeah. Oh no! The news that
1: Jan Schramko is here from <laughs> the land down under. Yeah, well, not the only Australian here. There's That's quite true. a few. That's and true. it is. It's a long way to come, but it's definitely worth it if you're interested in the sort of topics that get talked about here. Copywriting. Uh-huh. But beyond that, there's been some themes coming through the presentations today about mindset, about how to turn that individual expertise into an actual productized service and then grow and scale those businesses Mm -hmm. to use some devices that take you beyond just writing words and seeing yourself as more than that. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool. I mean, Todd Herman had a great talk
0: his uh, alter ego effect and it's funny because the most common thing that he gets is people say yeah i've been doing that like not thinking about it as alter ego uh type of things but it's a natural thing that we do that nobody we don't talk about or that you realize that we have been doing things like that especially you with your You were even so far with the uh, Superman uh, yeah, yeah, underneath. It was really the closest thing to really alter ego.
1: Yeah, it's like I remember asking myself that question, who do I need to be to get the results I need to get? And I also remember realizing how powerful the mirror is. Mm -hmm. When you look in that mirror, you can empower yourself to be whatever person you need to be. And Mm -hmm. even one of my mentors used to make me watch movies like Patton. Ooh. And I think he was trying to instill some of the, in the role that I had as a general manager, he wanted me to have some general pattern leadership attributes. Ah. I don't think he wanted me to slap people with their glove, but he did want me to you know, be feared by the enemy. And like, yeah. that guy was unstoppable. Yeah. And he also used Rommel's tank warfare book against Rommel. Mm. on the same battlefield that he wrote the book about. I didn't know that. It was a
0: classic. Oh, that's the best. There's
1: so many metaphors in that movie, but one of my favourite ones is the scene where they're coming up to a village and all the troops are backed back. Mm-hmm. And he comes up in his little jeep and he's like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, there's a hold up on the bridge. So he gets the jeep to drive all the way down. They're being shot at from the other side of the river by mm. the enemy. He flies down the outside. They get down to the bridge. And on the, the bridge is a donkey and a cart. And it won't move. Mm. So he goes up to the donkey, he shoots it in the head, and they push it off the bridge. <laughs> and then, and now, because, like, seriously, <coughs> oh, one donkey is holding up his whole yes. platoon, and they're getting shot at. Yes. That's the constraint. Yes. And he just eliminated the constraint, and, and they and can go, cross the bridge, yes. take out the enemy. So that was probably the single most powerful metaphor in that book about theory of constraints, mm. about not letting one... Bad eggs caused the whole platoon to go down. Yes. So uh, when he found an unsatisfactory employee, he would come up to me in my office and he'd say, James. And I say, yeah, he is donkey on the bridge. <laughs> and he would point <laughs> and I would have to go out oh, and man, um, meta- metaphorically remove the donkey. That's hardcore. It was, donkey it on was, the bridge. It was, that was code for get rid of them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but there was, there was a lot of lessons in that. Um. Yeah. But, I you know, I... I would have to channel my general pattern Mm -hmm. in that moment to do something that was difficult for the better good of the business.
0: Yeah. That's a really interesting thing because when you think about it now, the many roles that we play, like, you know, you're a new father, you're also an old father and you're a new husband,
1: newish husband, Mm -hmm. and you're a business owner and you're a surfer. Like, I'm a new surfer, but I'm also an experienced older man. Right, exactly. I was at a surfing cafe, Mm -hmm. and some kid scrumpled up a paper bag off his meat pie and just chucked it on the floor. And I looked at where he dropped it on the floor, and then I looked up at him, and I looked at the floor, and I looked at him, and then he looks at me, and I'm like, you're going to pick that up, right? He goes, yes, Dad. (laughs) It's like, oh, he had this old attitude. Oh, man. And he just walked out his dad it oh yeah. man it's just like wow it's like you have all these roles in everyday life you have to choose which one do you want to be and it's amazing when you get to choose and actually
0: like think through who does this character need to be and right. that's an interesting i like that idea a lot i like that idea a lot
1: even john carlton said today you know you've got to wear many hats yeah. it's another way of saying yeah it can and even be multi- the
0: copywriters talk about it voices having a different yeah. voice and uh, so everyone's
1: yeah. doing multiple right. personalities yes, so this, yes now it's become okay to talk about
0: yes that's it so what's been your big developments over the last year since the last periodic podcast because it's
1: a good thing to well I've produced a human yes that, so that's a big you know in personal yeah, you life produced the human yeah. that, that creates quite a lot of scenarios but one thing it made me extremely conscious of is i noticed the absence of sleep in the beginning like it's devastating in terms of the change in sleep yeah i was doing brain training apps and as soon as the baby came i, I couldn't reach my peak scores anymore really? it's yeah wow. it makes such a difference wow and then I was really fortunate. Well, gosh, at least I've got a good okay. routine and I control my schedule. Yeah, I've been disciplined with my three-day work week. Yes. yes, And I was very fortunate that I've leveraged things to be able to operate with the baby. Yes. I spent a lot of time. Up until this trip, I have not missed a single day, even during the pregnancy. So that was a realization But I also, it made me even more want to leverage my time. So I went through some rate changes in my packaging. Mm -hmm. I simplified. Now, not
0: just, I mean, the rate changes you were describing to me. They're significant. not talking about a
1: a 10 times
0: rate change, like a 10x.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. In one program, it was a 10x change. And (laughs) in the the other program, it, it was, would have worked out at, three and a half times yeah Yeah. so i just realized you know like my time is actually more and more valuable Mm -hmm. and i'm much more experienced Mm -hmm. and i'm attracting better clients i've got more data Mm -hmm. i'm getting great results for everyone i work with and no one says no to the pricing Mm -hmm. so in tune with that i actually increased the value of the offer it's not enough just to change the rate i changed the design and look and feel of my everything everything i got all the sales copy tuned up because i got help from brian on the previous episode i went through how that worked but he was able to message me better than i was Mm -hmm. and convey the value that now matched the rates and i also added extra features to the existing members that made it really great value for them especially when anyone who was on an older rate Mm -hmm. they get the benefit of it But new members coming in are still getting a great deal, Mm -hmm. which is evidenced by, I mean, this week alone, while I've been away, I've been away for a week and a half so far, I've actually had a record week in sales. Perfect. Right. And as you've said, even on your presentation today, a lot of the things you're doing haven't changed for the last seven, ten years. My core thing, I haven't really changed it for now three months, Mm -hmm. but it's just snowballing and compounding. Mm -hmm. and. Then when it spikes, it's just like an extra thing. Now, I have to pay a lot more tax, apparently, because my income's gone up again, mm-hmm. and I've got to up the rate that we pay on going to counteract... Your quarterlies, or you? Yeah, we do. Do you, that?
0: Do you pay quarterly. We do, yeah. We have yeah,
1: same thing. We have quarterlies, and it's now significantly adjusted. Yeah. Just in the last three months, just from that single cluster of changes. Yeah. So it's not just one change, it's a geometric change across the board, and it's had a massive impact... i'm still the same person yes i have the same or slightly less clients yes but significantly more dollars per effective hour that i work right right? and i'm trying to work a little less yeah and get paid a little more Uh oh i reckon there's a book in that yes (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) yeah if only there was a book that'd be a great book title and you know what one thing i've noticed it's not good to assume people know everything we're talking about here so we'll direct listeners to amazon or audible to buy the book work less make more mm-hmm. some people might be listening to this is the first episode that they've ever listened to that's of mine. true and i think because we've been present for all of our episodes we presume they know everything we've ever published yes. and rarely that's the case yes i'm interested what's been big for you in the last time since we recorded so last?
0: much so much you know, I've really been aware, had new awarenesses about time. Which it's funny that we're yeah. kind of in parallel paths yes. on a lot of things, and we don't talk a lot in between when we uh, get together. I mean, we message every now and then, but really, it's the big annual catch up. It's and, probably uh, the
1: twelve-hour time difference. Yeah, exactly. Ten hours difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: But we just know that we're in tune, and mm. it's uh, yeah enduring, and whatever. This is good to Kind of talk and share the things yeah. that we've uh, that we've learned well one of the big things that's happened is this ever-increasing focus on furthering the who not how model of thinking that you know it's better to ask who instead of how to do something and find a who who can bring the how with them and i've been focused on We've got a whole vocabulary around these things. Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach, he's really taken to this uh, idea and he he published a book about (laughs) it called Who Not How, which, you know, from. So everyone would think he's invented it. Well, he, but he. He credits me right on the Right, but the, the fact that he's got the book. Page. Exactly. I mean, I,
1: I use it on a slide of mine, and I credit yeah. you. Okay, yeah. And then I saw his book, right. and it made me question enough to ask you, Dean. Yes. Who coined this term? Right. Because Sullivan's yeah. got a book on it. Exactly. And you said, no, no, he credits me in the book. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so the whole, the vocabulary, we keep coming up with new ways of doing this, the vocabulary we call it, that the idea that it's become one of the foundational things of strategic coach where the first objective is to who yourself up from tasks that you could replace yourself with a who and you're creating what we call a who up hours you're sort of freed up hours you've got who up hours gotcha. and so the goal is to who up a thousand hours Except right. so for people who are coming with a standard 2,000-hour, uh, you know, work week or whatever, or work year, which that's... And so the funny thing was, I was already looking at the... Because uh, I've been working on this for so long, and I only do the things that only I can do. And so I did the calculations that my contribution, uh, the thing where it takes to run my business is 417 hours of my time to run my base business and that includes uh, the podcasts that I do I do nine three-day breakthrough blueprint events I count those as 10 hour uh, days so 270 of those hours are the doing the breakthrough blueprint events doing my member calls for our email mastery and this all comes down to about to 417 hours wow. which is elegantly about 20% of a 2200 hour annual thing right? Just, yeah. It's a serendipity it turned out like that. So I had oh, I've got the hours now the idea of thinking about now I've got a thousand hours If I think about it as an asset now, then putting a value on it, like, you know, talking about looking at your effective hourly rate, Mm -hmm. the time that you're actually
1: spending, not your billable hour, not your... It's what, revenue less your costs is your profit divided by the number of hours. Exactly. And so when you
0: look at that, then if I've got a thousand investable hours that I have, I've got the opportunity now to think like a capital allocator like where's the best place to invest this capital right and you can compare the
1: highest return business vehicles yes relationships yes models
0: yes exactly and so i look at that and i had a couple of realizations about it this is where i thought well what do i really like like what's the Thing I actually I like working with people one on one as you do. Yep. I think it's the most efficient and the best result getting model. Rather, I don't like trying to manage a group uh, dynamic just to create and manage a group. And I realized I've done enough of those that I realized that all the real results and the breakthroughs came from working with people one on one. Yeah, and I enjoy it, and I'm good at it, and got a framework to do it from. And so I decided that what I would do with this thousand hours is I would allocate 200 hours towards doing more of that, a private coaching group. And I decided this was almost a year ago. Now, it's just about Thanksgiving, last Thanksgiving. So I just said, "Okay, I'm going to start a private coaching group and I'm going to do it as like a consulting card where people get an eight-hour card that they can use one hour at a time for over eight weeks or eight months or whatever yep. they, they like want to do.
1: gym 10 visit pack or something. Absolutely, yes, exactly. Like my, my surfing instructor, he sold me 10 surf lessons. Just like
0: that, yeah. just like that. And so I thought, okay, so if I do that and I'm, I'm willing to allocate 200 hours towards that, one of the realizations that I had was that you can't spend a thousand hours at one time no. and it's a pretty profound thought that you know the maximum you know when you really look at it that you're not going to spend or invest more than 10 hours absolute maximum in a day on that right yeah and the thing is that as soon as i am done with today's 10 i get another 10 added right on to the next day in the year so if I think about them as a rolling 200 hours,
1: you have a replenishing stock of billable hours. That's
0: exactly it. So now I keep this at 200 and we keep in my daily dashboard, I have a formula that shows the number of committed hours that I have outstanding. So it's like a service And that number has tracker. to be below 200. So yeah, yeah, if it's down to 192, I can take on somebody new. If it goes lower, I can
1: And the other thing, of course, on. you're getting paid in advance. Yes. And most people won't ever use all of them.
0: Well, that's true.
1: I'm noticing that some you did. people... Um, we used to sell 5-hour and 10-hour website development yeah. packages. Uh-huh. It will be very rare that someone actually uses all of them. That's interesting, right? So you'll have some redundant hours there. It'll catch up on the average, you'll, whatever yeah. that will be. Yeah. In fact, I still have only used 6 of my 10 surfing lessons. <laughs> it's Isn't that been funny? About two years.
0: <laughs> so I look at that, so I've had some people who've been using them, but I look at the dashboard right now, I'm at hundred and forty four. Yeah, so you
1: can top up. So your I could
0: top it up if I wanted to. Yeah. And that's kind of a that's a fun thing. This thinking this the reality of how we experience and have time at our disposal is the only time we can spend is today. Right? There's only now. I can't spend tomorrow's time.
1: Today. The other, yeah. the fun thing that comes in with time is that you can buy other people's time. That's exactly you know, they'll right. They'll sell it to yes. you called a job. Yes. And, and it's, it's also so, funny... It's a
0: like, behavior rental agreement. To, right. That's what a job is. So, a behavior rental so, agreement. So,
1: yeah. you know, well, I've been approaching this at a really similar point. One of the very first activities I do when I'm coaching someone is uh-huh. a task transfer. Yeah. List all the tasks yeah. and let's transfer them to someone else. Yes. That was a less elegant way of saying who not how
0: yeah
1: you're always much more elegant yeah and I've also worked out what my time commitment is I'm prepared to commit 20 to 25 hours a week mm-hmm. for my business
0: right. which would put
1: you at about a thousand to twelve hundred hours a year it's about a thousand to twelve hundred a year yeah and which is where you were half that, and now you're topping up. I want to get to that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm aspiring <laughs>
1: to that. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, if you work out the numbers, if you were to work out like $100,000 a month profit yes. and 100 hours a month, yeah. you would work out roughly $1,000 per effective hourly rate. Right. It really helps protect you from doing very low-value activities. Yes. When you're working with that framework, yes. you normalize to that. Yes. And you think, no, I, I wouldn't do that job it's not going to end up turning into that sort of rate. right? And so it's an easy decision making choice. No that's something I shouldn't spend time on. Or yes that's something I should spend time on.
0: It's a great thing when you do have that awareness of what that hourly rate is and you realize how much you can actually like when you think about let's use a thousand dollars an hour as a thing. If you think about even with somebody at fifty dollars an hour, you're getting a 20X. x. thing. if there's anything that you can, if you can, in one hour, give a great brief, a great articulation of a what, that's the key to being, the key to equipping a who is to be crystal clear at articulating the what, the outcome that you want. And if you can do that, that thousand hours, or that thousand dollar investment with that time, Gives you a multiplier also of um, that $50 an hour person times 20
1: hours. It's pretty. Plus, the other thing is when you are on, like in your yeah. case, when someone's buying your time, mm-hmm. you're switching out of Dean and into their world. Like you've switched off your life yeah. temporarily yeah. and you become completely beholden to them. Yes. Yeah. But you're very motivated at those rates
0: mm-hmm.
1: compared to if it was 10 bucks. Right, yeah, you right. know, your waitress at the cafe diner motivated at 10 bucks an hour, right? You care, but not that much, right? Exactly. But when you're getting paid a lot more, you care a lot more, yeah. I think it's you're like right. you can really lean into it, yes, because you're on I agree, and that's why the
0: thing is that's why I say, like, the thing of taking that at whatever the value is, like on the cards, you know, it works out to be, you know, roughly. Almost two thousand dollars an hour, eighteen hundred something an hour for those. For Even those. if if they
1: get used, if they get it's used, going to average up, maybe. <laughs> and so the plus, I really like that it's self-paced because yeah. it's on them right. and not you. Right. Whereas if you have a set time and the time is exceeded, you start getting people saying, "Oh, I, I didn't get a chance. Uh, can I redo it again?" Or mm. you know, so that you know the timer is on and, and there's yeah. more pressure right so you've got a very interesting approach there and the whole thing is the
0: um then that sets the baseline now i look at that that i'm willing to do those 200 hours for that and i look at that as the minimum that i want to get for those things so that now on the other end of this i can take 200 purely investable hours of speculation or you know Result or profit sharing or those kind of hours investing in something being paid for the result and there's been setting up longer term.
1: Now. I'm curious, do you have a byproduct from this as well? Do I have a byproduct? Yeah,
0: not specifically these calls that I for email mastery and things like that, I do, but for these one to one calls, I record them. But for their benefit only, there's no, I'm not like recording them and then packaging it into a product. Listen, now I tell James how to, you know. (laughs) Well, I
1: don't think, I think that defeats a lot of the purpose of having privacy. Exactly. In my case, I always take written notes Mm -hmm. and I strain the written notes after the call. Uh If there's anything that I haven't already got in my life sheet, I put it into its category tab and I'll add to my database. Ah, and that is where I pull from. What would be an example of that? Like some. Uh, I know that I
0: think about it. I've said some things in those conversations that yeah, I've had really great articulations of cuts. something. So you probably wrote be, them down? Yeah, well, they're all trans- right. recorded and transcribed. Then so.
1: you would pull the new bits That's, of information out. Yes. You put them into a is it German note taking system that I read about from Ed Dale, actually, sent me. In. It's like a tabbed index system. Uh But you imagine it's by topics and every time you get a new thing, let's say one of the topics is email mastery is the topic. And then within that, there's like how to do a super signature, Mm -hmm. there's how to do conversational email replies, Mm -hmm. there's the nine word email.
0: Yeah.
1: And let's say you come up with a new thing altogether. It's like a a coupon with deadline technique, right? Mm -hmm. Like the coupon deadline email response. Mm -hmm. Then you would go into the nearest category and then you'd create an extra tab for that. And then you put it in there. So after the call, you say, oh, it oh, came up with this great idea in this call. I've just invented it. I'm going to put it in my tab database system. Yes. And now that's your body of work. And over your life, you can build up a brain of all your best ideas like in that. one source. Mm-hmm. Now someone says, oh, Dean, can you come to my event and talk about conversational email? Mm-hmm. You go into your tab database. Mm-hmm. I use mine on a Google Doc. And you just pull out your notes, okay. which are just in the cleanest, most simple... Concise so form, yeah, and you could build out a slide deck. Yeah, you could talk about them as a podcast. You could make a book from it. That's like so. F- I do a new training every month in hey. Superfast Business Membership, mm. and most often they're coming from my notes that I've collected as a byproduct of doing my coaching calls. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, I saw John Rivers had a file folder full of, like a wall of file folders full of every joke, like all typewritten out so she could She's go to speak to the farmers' uh,
1: yeah. associations. You could pick up some. Yeah, I remember I used to have a speaker's handbook and it had uh, all the topics and yeah. in each topic it had uh, some quotes on that topic. Yeah. It had some bullet points about it. Mm. But this is my own life sheet that mm. is a body of work of... Everything from a webinar structure to a sales letter checklist mm-hmm. to uh, how to sell a membership, how to do retention—it's all it's there in like bullet points, accessible yes. on my phone. Yeah, and it's built up over doing calls for the and these last. These are all
0: archived in yes. the.
1: Yes, there's a tab along the bottom, bottom by number. Okay. And then there's an index at the front. No, I mean these are archived in super fast. Uh, no business. Okay. Um, in Silver Circle, there's uh-huh. frameworks and checklists. I gotcha. Where I'll sometimes put them. Yes. There are some checklists and, and SOPs in and Superfast Business, mm-hmm. but they usually materialise as a monthly training. Gotcha. So if I have a monthly training on how to sell on the telephone, it will have come from my bullet point notes in there. After in that training, uh, five is clients client will say, "James, I got to sell this over the phone." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, well, here's what you got to do," and then I pull up my life sheet. I pull up the sales, telephone sales, yeah. and I see my notes to myself from yes. the last 17 times I've answered this question. Yes. I say, okay, oh. Dean, this is what you do. Oh. Da, 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 da. Yeah, cool. So now I'm leveraging my own training database to make my coaching much less effort. Plus, if I come up with one new thing with you today, I'm going to add that mm. for next time. And now I've got a whole book there on that topic. Yes. So that's my sister. So isn't it? Yeah. I actually then, did a training called hmm. How to Use the Life Sheet. I <laughs> On this topic and have you have you uploaded that into any ai or machine learning i've tested it in some but i'm waiting till uh-huh. watson and whatever gets more right. powerful but uh-huh. my premise is that my last decades worth of coaching notes yeah. will have massive value when yeah. the ai can take it to the next because that's what we're doing when it can be me or better and, and uh categorizing everything
0: under each of the eight profit activators yes that.
1: So you're probably about. doing that in a formatted yeah. way but i i also believe that it will be valuable so i have mm. notes from every single individual coaching call i've yeah. ever done and it's now electronic format yeah so it's going to be more powerful nice mm. i like that so it's a byproduct yeah yeah just like vegemite comes from beer brewing it's the yeast extract the, yes or the cabinets in the kitchen, probably from compressed chipboard that came from offcuts, you know, when they're making furniture and stuff, timber, mm. like it's compressed into particle board. Oh. So there's lots and lots of byproduct stories that are interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. Even in it Formula One, when cable. they're braking, they store the electronic. My Tesla does that. Yeah, back into yeah, the engine. I'll
0: show you that. So the Tesla has regenerative braking. As I take my foot off the gas, as it's slowing down, it's regenerating back well, I guess it, power.
1: It can't currently make you a cappuccino, but it can drive you to the coffee shop by itself. That's the truth.
0: <laughs> That's another big uh, development. And it's something that there's a lesson in this. So since last, and you've been experiencing it for the last couple of days, is I got a Tesla X. And far and away, it's the most... Unique car that I've ever had. It's not. I've had a long string of BMWs,
1: and this is. Now, if you ever got a Fiat Jolly, that would be more right. Exactly. What unique? Yes. <laughs> but this car, there's
0: something profound, James, about waking up every morning with 330 miles of potential to go. Right, with a full battery, with a full charge right and it keeps topping itself yeah. up. I'm never going to drive I have a charger at my house I'm never going to drive 300 miles in a day but to know that I have that potential there's so much like I keep thinking about the days like really the more there's no way around it but I, as I reflect on time and life and look back the reality as I've said is that you can only spend today's time right Now, there are some unique ways of going around it. Like, I've been experimenting with the idea of, because I like to think about an abundance of time. You know, we're looking for managing the three dials of abundant time and daily joy and financial peace. Those are the three kind of lifestyle elements that you look to manage. And so I've always been attracted to freedom as the highest one time freedom. And that brings me joy to out of that. But in abundance of time, when I think about a 16 hour day is essentially 10 minute blocks. Have you heard that? No. Before? Never. So it's an interesting thing when you start to think about as a currency, a 10-minute unit is very useful. I mean, it's a useful, it's not an insignificant amount of time.
1: I actually once registered a domain called snapworker.com <laughs> okay. because I became aware that I was doing very quick, small tasks yeah. and I was much more proficient and prolific as yes. them than any big, meaty, burdensome, annoying, right. frustrating, big tasks. Yes. And I just do small, I get in, get out. Yes. Hit and run. Yes. I would do my social media in under 10 minutes. Right. I would write a quick email in under 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying, is that kind of Most thing, of the things I start, do are very short.
0: Yeah, if you start thinking about now your day as this moving, like, guitar hero, uh you know runway that it's yep. constantly moving that everything's coming at you or like a tetris
1: game yes. that
0: these 10 minute blocks are coming at you and your goal is to like interesting with that tetris
1: way. thing have you found as you freed up time yeah time slows down yes absolutely that's and the, the they're point. just coming so slow yes and other people are walking around like a full tetris f- screen when right. they got nothing Right. Like, oh, I'm so busy I'm overload I'm overwhelmed Like, and we just got little block cruising down the screen very slowly yeah, yeah but we're in the same space in the same time but the perception of it is completely different
0: I have found the useful thing of my you know I know I'm being successful when hmm. list has always led off with I know I'm being successful when I can wake up every day and say what would I like to do today that's to me the ultimate uh, freedom and what i realized in that like trying to harmonize that or live like i found that i was protecting my time for that avoiding putting anything on my calendar like you know warren buffett likes to have nothing on his uh, calendar right and i've been experimenting with this idea of additionally asking you know i know i'm being successful when like you'll spend a portion of time each day saying, what would I like to do tomorrow? And that's a really, that is a relaxing thing where, you know, you can, it's like this thing where you're running along, you've got a passenger of, you know, there's present Dean and then there's future Dean and aspirational Dean, like you've got these multiple parts of you. And what I realized is that now Dean wants to do only what is needed right now. It's the, he's interested in conserving energy and doing, you know, which is, again, one of the most under-talked about drives that we're genetically wired to conserve energy. We're wired to, you know, to eat and to, you know, avoid pain and to seek pleasure and well, conserve energy s-
1: pleasure is the absence of pain so it's all about <laughs> right, avoiding exactly. pain exactly
0: and so President Dean only wants to do that's why President oh, Dean wants to wait till the last minute for everything because and I'm talking everybody's got a President Dean you've got a President James yeah. in there that that's the person that wants to wait till the last minute for everything right and that I finally figured out why books work so well as a lead generation thing compared to a webinar, in that a webinar is a commitment that Present Dean has to make. If somebody's saying, you know, you're signing up for, oh, I'm not gonna have really time for that. But it's like a book, you can take action now, and it's almost like Present Dean is like buying this book for future Dean yeah. when Future Dean's gonna have some time to read. oh future Dean will like this I'll buy this and you got hoping that future Dean's going to have time
1: to I won't fill in a webinar registration yes because especially if it's on demand yes (laughs) I'm not going to sit there and watch a webinar
0: that's exactly
1: right and And so most people don't ever open the book or read it that's absolutely true 50% of Kindles but that doesn't stop them from asking for it and that's why I said
0: the that's why I've done the uh the 90-minute book has been
1: such a... Because you get to get an email. Yes, that and it's done its job. Yes, that's what the whole point. The title, yes. We've talked about this before where... We should do
0: a book, a supplement to yours, is write less, make more. <laughs> well, I
1: truly like, agree so, with that. Yeah, A smaller yeah. book, you were <laughs> making this point recently that very small books <laughs> can have a huge <laughs> impact. You had a couple of great examples. I did, I shot a video... And I used the examples of Common
0: Sense by Thomas Paine, which is the book that was the foundation in the 1700s for the Founding Fathers of the United States to base the Constitution on. And on the opposite end of that spectrum, the Communist Manifesto. Now, Common Sense by Thomas Paine is 82 pages. The Communist Manifesto is just under 30 pages. Right. But you couldn't find
1: two bigger ideas yeah that have been so if someone wants 500 pages like what could they possibly have that it's a bigger idea than that's what
0: i say to that that's (laughs) literally the thing it's like yeah really like you're you're gonna have a bigger idea than that you need more than
1: and it's it's definitely not about the, the number of pages no it's it is about the title We talked before about setting your future self up for a better time. Like if you've ever got to the day that you have to travel somewhere and you're like groaning, oh my God, why did I agree to this? (laughs) Like you've you've stitched yourself up. Yes. So that's why I created decision-making filters for myself. Yes, tell me about that. Well, it's like, it's just a little checklist to ensure that you're not going to make your future self have a difficult time. I actually future pace and Mm -hmm. I think, okay, so it's now the day I have to fly to Florida and I've printed out my ticket and I've got my passport. Am I feeling good about getting into the Uber or am I feeling remorse for making this choice? Mm -hmm. And then I weigh up, what are the positives for going? What are the negatives? What else could I be doing with the same time? What could lead from the relationships or the contacts made, etc.? what commitments do I owe, all of these things. And if the decisions, yeah, I'm still happy for it, then I'll roll with it. And I've, I've gotten to this trip and rolled through it. This is my one trip to the USA this year. Mm-hmm. It's the first time away from the baby. Mm-hmm. The contacts here that I've been able to reconnect with and re-establish with have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The opportunities I can put forward for my business partners have been tremendous and i'm very excited to be speaking tomorrow i think this room is perfect for me mm-hmm. the people in it and the messaging that's been put forward so far so i'm actually still and also i've had a good sleep plan and food plan so i'm actually managing this trip particularly well some kind of land speed record at my house 14 yeah. hours so i had to stay up a little while <laughs> to earn that yeah and uh, you can make a big difference though, like you could ruin your trip if you count a cyclic call with your sleep, and not, not optimize it. But I've managed to make it work through a bit of planning and experience and That's knowing lovely. what works for me. I love it. So this
0: whole idea of thinking ahead and knowing that even that, that little thing, like it, to spend one 10-minute unit, one 10-minute block on out of 100 that you have today. One 10-minute block on just asking that question. What can I do to set future Dean up? What can yes. I do in the next 10 minutes for future Dean that he's really going to appreciate? Yeah. You know, like, it's really interesting. That's,
1: this. You know, like, I've, I've often, like, I'll be sitting in my house and I'll be thinking, I'm so happy past James got this place. Yes. It was an effort. Yeah. You know, you got to buy and go through a transaction and deal with... Yes. People and yes. contracts and pay yes. money and thank it, you. Past it's a, it's yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate you. And now look across to my surfboard rack. And I'm like yes. I'm so glad Past James started this sport six years ago. Right. What a legend. But then I think I'm going to go out now. I'm going to practice so that future James can have the best time in the Maldives. You'll be able to take off on the better waves. You'll know exactly what equipment to ride. Oh, I like I'll it. go and put in today's discipline retraining session. Yes. Even if it's a bit rainy, even if the swell's not perfect. I'm just going to set myself up in the future. That's perfect. And I think that's why we do a lot of health things. Mm. You know, what we put in our mouth today might dictate if we're in a hospital bed in 20 years from now. You know? And that's one of the things Would I look back and think, I
0: wish I'd done a it's little bit absolutely better. absolutely one of the things that actually has permanent ramifications. Big like time. Money, if you didn't... If you wasted time and didn't optimize your money making, that's not no. going to kill you. No. If you didn't optimize your time learning or reading or doing any of those things... That's not going to kill you, mm. but over time, the daily decision of not surfing or anything yeah. makes it health significant. Health makes it now difficult that it's like that's what I you know realized too that there's no leverage in the health mm-hmm. stuff in terms of you can't get rapid results like you can where there are multipliers kind of thing you know. There are, but not in the same way. It's still the physical laws. It's currently of, hard to outsource yourself. Well, yeah, you can't outsource the pushups, or yeah,
1: yeah, you can't just buy. It. You can't no. cheat ahead with that. That's exactly. You know, right. you could. You can get surgery to remove chub or whatever, but uh-huh. if your eating patterns and right. fitness aren't there, you, you're still going to have underlying issues. Yes, that's so right. it's like you, it's like what I, kind of what I like about surfing in a way. Like you got to be present for that. It's like it develops your stoicness. Yeah, it's like you know you got to do it. You yeah. got to paddle out. You get yourself out there, and it's big. You got to get yourself back in. <laughs> and there's no palming this one off. There's no deferring it or making someone else a scapegoat. Like you got to own it.
0: Mm. It's really interesting. of stoic, is that I've been reading Seneca, and it's crazy to me when you read these to think that these were the conversations they are having in 35 B.C., that they're still having the same... Like, I remember I was reading letters from a Stoic, and this is Seneca sending letters to his protege, and he's talking about this idea of picking one... Uh, you know, the, the thing of picking one text, one book, one master, and going deep in this... As opposed to, like, just constantly getting new things when you haven't digested what... Oh, the, gosh. The first, in five yeah. BC, yeah. they're talking about this as a problem. Yeah. And here we are. That's still... It's even more a problem, yeah. of a bigger problem now. You know? that's
1: I mean, it's crazy, but that's, you know, so much. That's why my uh, mentor at the time was making me watch old movies and learn from the past. In fact, that's one of the pattern things. He studied every battlefield where he was at war. Mm -hmm. What happened 800 years ago? What happened 300 years ago? What happened last year? Mm -hmm. And he could actually communicate with the previous battlers. He he thought he could talk to them. Is that right? Yeah. He was almost mystical. I'm going to have to look into him. The thing that was the classic was, you know, when he was having a tank battle with Rommel and he beat him and, uh, he said, "Rommel, you fabulous bastard!" And he's holding Rommel's tank warfare strategy yeah. guide.
0: <laughs> <But what laughs> From movie that, what do I watch? This? It's called
1: Patton. Patton okay. with Gregory Peck. Yeah, exactly. It was an Academy Award winner. Okay, yeah, nineteen seventy yeah. or something. Right, right, right. And I've watched it many, many times. Oh, that's so He great. also made me watch Mister George goes to Washington. Oh, okay. Mister Smith, Mr. Goes, Smith goes, Mr. To goes to Washington, Washington. about filibuster. Okay. And uh, he made me read Atlas Shrugged and oh, know, wow. all, all these very interesting yeah. things, uh, also about automotive history. Yeah. That's how I realised most of it came from French. And uh, the great tulip craze. That's, yes. You know that prevented me from getting caught up in all the, the Dutch crypto yeah. cryptocurrency bullshit. right? They're all like crazy yes. in our industry, and I said this is the tulip craze, and they thought I'm an idiot, and they all lost their money it's <laughs> kind of funny that is amazing it's like because i already knew history yes and if you don't read history you're destined to repeat it over yeah. and over again but not benefit Isn't it funny i was saying to lessons. somebody the other
0: day that it's been like i was not into western civ in college but now it's like the thing that i'm most fascinated by i wish
1: i paid more attention i didn't do history college. at school but yeah. you now i'm fascinated by it now yeah and i have a new appreciation when you realize the value of it yeah like i was telling john carlton about reading my great grandfather's diaries Mm -hmm. and he said oh how wonderful it's to be able to do that but he essentially did what i do a hundred years ago Mm -hmm. in 1916 he was journaling which is like blogging, and traveling around the world buying and selling doing Mm -hmm. geo arbitrage that's exactly what I do. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. But he did it on boats and it took him a long time to get places. And you look at now, like I think
0: going into the twenties, were talking about that. I'm very excited about the, the first proper decade of the millennium here. We're going into the twenties with a fully stacked capability kit that, you know, execution now has been fully commoditized. I'm saying commoditized in the good sense of the word. The beneficial sense that you can buy stuff. And I look at and point to Kylie Jenner. That's since we last talked. is Kylie Jenner is a billionaire now. And she has a team of seven people. That's it. Her core team is seven people. And she, it's who not how because she partners with a white label to make the product, partners with a distribution company to package and fulfill, she partners with her mom's company to do the administration, she partners with Shopify for all of the e-commerce, and she and her core team just focus on the what. What are we going to make? What colors do we want to use? What are we going to call it? What do we want it to look like? You know, What's our approach going to be? What's our strategy? What is the entrepreneurial like opportunity question and then the who is who can do all of this stuff and the good news is that there's not a single who that anything that you can think of that's already been done is possible there are people who you can tap into through your pipeline to cloudlandia to get those executions fulfilled without you having to think about it I think that is going to be a really growth career opportunity. There'll be jobs in integrating ideas with Cloudlandia to be, you know, at project uh, the new project manager of being able to take something and integrate it with a distributed or on-demand workforce.. Yeah. Have you read Exponential Organizations by Salim Ismail? I own it, but I haven't read it. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, it's really yeah. that's what he talks about is these all the new capabilities, the new exponential organizations out there. Because Kylie's done that all in three years, go from zero that's amazing to yeah, three hundred and
1: fifty billion or three hundred fifty million dollars in sales. Yeah. Wow. So. I guess we got to wrap up soon, get off to our official evening commitments. I always love these catching up. It almost feels like no time has passed. None. And we yeah. we synchronize, like, just back to usual, just yes. bridged over many years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's truly a great symbiotic relationship, but I mean, in my world, your stuff's just... Omnipresent. Yeah. Everyone in my entire community is doing nine-word emails. I love to hear that. Super yeah, yeah. signatures. Yes. I'm perpetuating Who Not How as well in my own slide presentations. Yes. Yeah, so your ideas are strong. <laughs> and we we're talking before, it's like if you take a long-term view in this market, mm-hmm. it's probably wise because I was supposed to seek you out and track you down 10 years ago. And uh, I was given your name by Brad Fallon uh-huh. as the guy. The guy behind the people that I should talk to, I'd never heard of you before. And he said, if I could arrange a catch-up with him, would you fly to Florida to meet him? And I said, I will. Here we are 10 years later. We're in Florida. In Florida, catching up. And finally ticked that box of a in-Florida meet-up with them. Yeah, Jackson, exactly. We filled a lot of ground in the meantime. That's it. And this is
0: great. It's nice because we're going to get another meetup in are just not, a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think
1: we should do another episode.
0: Yes, while yeah, we're in, we uh, in Manly.
1: Take advantage of the opportunity. That's now James committing future James and yeah, future Dean to, yeah, future to an episode. Teams. But I think they'll get there and think that was a good idea. That
0: was a good They're going to be thankful yeah, they will, that we
1: did that. Because we're taking advantage of the ability to increase the frequency. I love it. I <laughs> love it. Always a pleasure, Dean. Oh, by the way, where can people go and find all these things that you're talking about?
0: So, you know, the best place is to go to DeanJackson.com and then just get in my world. You can get a copy of the Breakthrough DNA book pamphlet, as you call it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that to mind you. I know, it's funny. Yeah, DeanJackson.com Then you're in the, in the world. Love it. But, awesome. Thanks, Dean.